I'm gonna put a piece of paper on my forehead when we go to bars that says trying to smash so then people know. But I've just decided that I'm perfect and everybody around me is fucked up. <laughs> I love that. Does how you meet seal your fate? No tongue in public. That's the rule. People always say like when you know you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm like will I? It has begun. <laughs> We're back again. I've gathered you here today. <laughs> hey guys, welcome back to today. another episode of Match Made in Manhattan. With episode four. Episode four. We're we on a it. roll. We are. We don't have any lost episodes anymore. We're technically savvy. Don't We're, jinx it. No, please don't jinx it. We've Not had some wood. audio complications, but I think this one's going to be a winner. Yeah. I think this is going to be a good one. We're on a path to success. It's Adam, Colby, and Katie here speaking. I feel like we haven't like really introduced ourselves. No, we never ourselves. do like a proper intro. I mean, you guys, you're going to figure it out. If you just keep listening, you'll figure out our life stories pretty easily. Oh, yeah. We're kind of open books And then here. they can follow us on Instagram, and then it'll be an even, even yeah. more open book. We just got back from dinner. We were eating dinner and strategizing the podcast. Talking business. It was a business dinner. I should write it off on my taxes. We will. It was cute. We, we, uh, yeah, it was a, everything about it was business. It was the, the brownie Sunday business. That was the most important business was the brownie Sunday. Adam getting his sunset photo, not once, but four three, times, four times. Me the, running away from the table every two seconds to get content of the Brooklyn Bridge. Yeah. And then you tag me so then I can post it. Colby and I got our outfit photos today, which was really we did. Yeah, it was they successful. decided not to text me that they were going out. In, you knew so. what we were doing. You very well knew. When we say we're going a, shopping, we're obviously also taking pictures. Like, I that's needed code. a play-by-play -play text. You didn't even tell me when you were going. I feel like we did. No, yeah. I tracked you and saw you both in Soho and was like, okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> Colby don't. and I got amazing Instagrams we today. Did. And... We, we even met, we made a friend when we were taking Instagrams. Yes. She was here traveling by herself. We took we photos have a photo of shoot her. for her as well. We really just like, Soho was just, it was alive. We were having, yeah. except for very alive in the sense that like every store we walked into was a, it was like a war zone. Yeah, we didn't actually end up shopping because the second you walked into a store, the line to you check out, out started. Yeah. Yeah, Wish I so. could have experienced that, but no. alas. Anyways, anyway, today anyway. on the podcast. Yeah, what are we doing today, guys? We should say thank you because we've gotten a lot of really positive feedback oh, yeah. and we keep running into random people at bars who say they're listening to the podcast and they really like it and we're getting a lot of good stories and people requesting advice and we want to say thank you because it's been a fun little project. Thanks for caring about our so lives. thanks for caring about our ramblings our and drunk antics. So Kathy girl, what is our oh, me? topic today? Oracle. I knew you were going to do it. Katie, take it away. What are we talking about today? I, I can take it. I know what we're talking about today. No, I know what we're talking about as well. And this is, this was a thought that like came over me this past weekend. I feel like all the thoughts that I come up with for the podcast are things that happen to me when I'm walking from one bar to another, which I feel like I spend a lot of time like on the weekends. My step count is out of control because we walk everywhere. So we were walking from one bar to another this weekend. It was a marathon. It was a marathon. We went, we, that was a, a blur of a night, but I was thinking about, I was talking to someone about this, but it was like the, the concept of when you start see like you know the, the journey starts of you seeing another person does how you met like the context or like the situation of how you met whether it be at a bar and it's a one night stand sort of thing or like you you hook up right away or if you're going on dates or if it's your friends and then you cross the boundary 
from the friend zone into, you know, you hook up with your friend, like does how you meet seal your fate? Like do people compartmentalize, like, or what's the word? Like, do you have a label from that? And, yeah. that you can, and can you escape the label? Like, can you, if for example, you, you know, start out as like a, of drunk hookup, like, can you date someone from that? Or are they always going to view you as a drunk hookup? Well, let's also talk about the different ways that you can meet people because that's going to set it up in terms of yeah, like mm -hmm. how each of those different scenarios work. So one of the options is obviously an app. So you can meet somebody on an app. So if you meet them on an app, does that automatically set the tone for what it's going to be like? I feel like it kind of depends on the app also. Yeah, you're on I Tinder. Don't know, like, I don't think there's just like a straight up hookup app in ours. Right. Like for you, Grindr, <laughs> like from what I've seen on there, like it's very From the body parts so, I've seen yeah. on there. Yeah, like, Grindr's my worst nightmare. People I lay never. out their intentions. Like when you're on Hinge, I feel like you don't know what people are looking for just from like swiping. I feel like Hinge, Hinge also generally has the, the like, what's the word? Reputation. The reputation, yeah, yeah, exactly, of being more datey. Yeah. Like, I feel like Tinder seems like more hookup y. Yeah, how did that happen? Is it because it's the first one? Like, Tinder was like the first? No, honestly, I think it's in the nature of how each of them is set up. Like, Hinge, you have a list of questions that you're answering. So, in terms of people scrolling through, it's more of like an involved process. But when, right. I, when I'm like swiping through Tinder, I'm literally just doing it based on attraction to the person. Yeah, I don't you know? have Tinder, so I don't know. It's because it's such a like, quick thing. Like, yeah. you're literally just swiping through whereas on hinge you literally have to like like go through their entire thing and then you have to pick yeah. something to like like on tinder you're literally just swiping based <gasps> that on is, picture that's so true yeah. yeah that's true i guess and it, i guess it's more conversation engage like building on yeah. hinge they really encourage the conversations yeah now did you did you get the update where now when you match with someone it like takes you to the page to yeah directly like it really wants yeah. you to send them a message now i guess oh, they yeah. probably have had like problems with people. I mean, I'm obviously. like, hey, how did I get here? <laughs> gotta Colby, get out. Colby's like, gotta go. Colby's like, I need to exit immediately. Yeah. Colby's like, but, I would rather literally delete this app than message somebody yeah. first. <laughs> so you're meeting people from apps or meeting people at bars or like, I guess, yeah, just like this how you meet the person determine the end result. I mean, I know it, obviously every situation is different, but there's like, what are the exceptions and what are the rules? Like, is there. Because I, I find that people always say, like, if you meet someone out, you know, you're going to hook up with them and never see them again. And, like, you shouldn't expect something different to happen. I agree with that. Yeah. I think that if you meet somebody out, like a drunk bar situation, you meet somebody at a bar and then you go home and hook up. I think the odds of that turning into, like, a dating scenario are very, very slim. Yeah. Especially if it's, like, a literal random person that you just meet when you're super drunk out. But I also don't know how different it is if you, like go get drinks with somebody from a dating app and go home with them and hook up with them, you could end up in the same situation. I think that the difference there though is that when you're meeting somebody on an app, you have some kind of like back and forth banter. I feel like banter is like such my buzzword, but you have some kind of back and forth banter prior to the date or maybe you just not agree always, on a set date. Though. You're right and it's not always, but when you're going on a date, you may be in a bar, but you're actually having, a, it's not like you're going straight to somebody's apartment to hook up, you know, like you're having an actual date, like an hour, two hours of conversation whereas if you're in a bar you're both drunk there's no way you're having any kind of meaningful conversation when it's like a loud bar yeah like katie think about literally the bars that we were in on friday like there's no way to have a meaningful conversation in any of those bars yeah. it's so you, loud it's almost like you you find like one either like 
you know, so they hit on you or like some one conversation point to latch on to. And mm-hmm. that's, you really don't yeah. deviate from that, I guess. Exactly. Whereas if, I guess, yeah, if you're right, you're going on a date and you're, you also like maybe arrive sober yeah. to have a sober, you know, few moments or so. And then you yeah. launch into it. It's not like a 2am thing. I mean, I'm, I'm always like hearing the success stories of people being like, cause every time I say anything like this, like, Oh, you know, you shouldn't expect to, be serious with someone you meet at a bar. There's a million people that DM me and are like, well, that's how I met my husband. But it's like, yeah. at, at what point is it like, that's the exception, not the rule. That's what I think the meeting somebody in a bar thing, like when you're drunk at a bar is so, yeah, I don't know. It's such a different scenario. Like mm-hmm. you definitely shouldn't expect meeting somebody in a bar and hooking up with them that it's going to end up turning into something. I feel like that's like an exception to the rule or what you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, but I about. guess it's glamorous. Like it's a glamorous concept. Yeah, I mean, everybody wants to meet somebody like out or a friend of a friend or something, and it's like kind of tough that our yeah, reality really. is that. But how realistic yeah. is it? It's. I feel like a lot of people see our lives like here and like people that maybe aren't don't live in New York like see what we do and like think it's like going out and is so glamorous and you meet people, but really it's like a lot of it is you talk to who you came with. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's like you're you can't go into the night like unless you're gonna put in some serious work to like go up to someone and talk to them like you can't just expect a guy to walk over to you it Wait, doesn't so happen th- anymore. that's the right. other thing is imagine a scenario where you show up to a bar sober and you immediately start talking to somebody and like hitting on them like it's not gonna happen right by the time you're talking to somebody else you're like 20 tequila shots yeah it's, it's when i'm talking to a guy like when i like am one to walk i have done this in the past you've seen this ha- like i will walk up to someone and talk to them but it's usually after a lot a hundred tequila shots deep in a cape and of confidence. And I don't even remember what we talked about. <laughs> That's the, exactly what I what I was referencing. Like, there's just no way that any conversation that you're having when you're drunk at a bar, like go out with your friends and then meet somebody is going to be significant enough for it to turn into something else. So I think like back to the topic. Well, the of, odds are just very slim. Like, yeah. it, right. of course, there's always going to be. But like, yeah, I, I think when I first moved to the city or like entered my adult life after college i was like oh my god i'm gonna go to a bar and like meet my husband like the first weekend which is like the romanticized thing that we want to do like Like, i feel like i feel like that's what we're shown in tv shows and movies forever it's like everybody is like holding a beer bottle over their head like singing then they fall in love and go home and like get pizza together after and like that does happen, but like not in the same way. Have <laughs> to loop in the pizza. And yeah. then they have, or they have a moment like that, and it's not like a fleeting thing. Cause I've definitely had like magical, like New York storybook nights with guys, right. like going, like, you know, venturing out and like doing, or like even dates, like just yeah. like having the most amazing. But then it's like, it was a one and done, like, night situation of like having a really fun time. And it, it it's like it, the high of that one experience, and then from there, it's like either the guy just fizzles out, yeah, or I the the magic is lost on my end because like I'm I'm very guilty of having an amazing first date with a guy or like meeting someone and having a really awesome time, and then like you know to the the point of our last episode, getting the ick immediately, and I don't know why, like it's just. I'm like, oh, you were much cooler the, the first night that we met. Yeah, I think <laughs> going into a first date, your expectations for somebody 
are a lot lower than when you go back. So that's yeah. one way. That's a couple ways of meeting people then. So in the bar or in an app or a friend of a friend is another one. My I think, favorite. I, I think love that the, the biggest rate of success would either come from on an app or a friend of a friend. I'm honestly, like in my opinion, just ruling out the one night bar stand. Like I don't really think that that realistically, in terms of like the split of how often it will turn into like a recurring thing i think it's probably like 15 percent to 85 percent you yeah. know in terms of like 15 percent maybe yes yeah, you would turn this into a percentage a math problem no but you're right i think with yeah you're so right like the the friend of a friend or the app the the risk you run with a friend of a friend it's like i think it could be so great but the risk is that if it doesn't work out then it's awkward. And you still awkward. have to see them right. all the time if you want to still be friends with your mutual right. friend. Meanwhile, in an app, it's like lower risk because, yeah, you can see them again, like run into them, but it's not going to be like as awkward. I mean, awkward. think of the amount of guys that our friends have tried to set me up with, and now every time we go into like yep. a situation to track with them, I'm like, oh, is this going to be weird? Is this going to be awkward? Whatever. Which it honestly like didn't never ended up being awkward after a while, but I feel like that is one of the biggest oh, yeah. success rates because like if they're friends with your friends clearly they share some kind of the same values so you guys have at least or you some have something kind of, to talk about like in the yeah. sense of like you can if all else fails just talk about your friend exactly <laughs> right. and then also like that person's vetted from the beginning right yeah. if they're yeah. a friend of a friend then they already have the the kind of stamp of approval from you in terms of okay i got to vet this person see how they look like ahead of time you're probably getting shown an instagram probably getting told about how their personality is from your friend so I don't know. In my opinion, that's probably the biggest rate of success. And the friend wouldn't take the risk of setting you up because it's awkward for them too. Right. Like if it doesn't work out and you're the one that's like, if I set you up with like one of my other, like another friend mm -hmm. and it didn't, didn't work out. Like you also, if things end really badly, like there was a disastrous breakup or something, like I have to plan my life around not having you guys in the same room yeah. or something right. like that. So that's, Or you have to like burn a bridge with one right. person. So they, like a friend of a friend is like higher stakes, but I think it has a high success rate for that reason because you're yeah. not going to do it unless you're, you're like pretty sure something good can come of it. Yeah. I feel, but I also feel like friend of a friend also has one of the lower, like, probabilities of you i'm making this into like the most complex math no, problem yeah. in I my think head you're right where you're but going like, with this no it so it has like a high rate of success but also you're not always getting introduced to friends of a friend right like the most common that we're seeing right now is dating apps like matching with people on dating apps and going on a date yeah like and then the middle most common i would say is then like maybe a friend of a friend and then actually i don't know maybe the middle most common is meeting somebody randomly at a bar that's what i think yeah i, think I feel right, like friends i think it's well common at common in terms of like the percentage of like what's most common yeah yes but like obviously the success rate is lower because I'm, like yeah. what i'm like linking this to is but okay. friend of a friend meeting more organically not mm. being set up i think is definitely more common than a friend being like oh you have to meet like my boyfriend's friend yeah. you guys would get along like if you're in a bar as a group with different friend groups together yeah. then i feel like there's a higher chance of just naturally meeting and figuring out that you like each other yeah what i'm linking into in my head is okay the rate at which you're getting introduced to a friend of a friend is not happening that often, but that I feel like does have a high success rate because of all the vetting and whatever it may be. In the dating app, the volume of the amount of people you're meeting is mm -hmm. so, 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 so high. And that one also has like a pretty like medium, let's say, like rate of success. And then- It's been 
very opposite of success for me. It's been a well, right. yeah, I don't even know why I said that because I, know, I could I'm not like, have had less success. I'm, actually. I'm like, I don't know how we're judging this success based on I our like, three situations. I mean, at this rate, where where has our success even come from? Do we have any to talk from? We've we've gone on a pretty considerable <laughs> amount of dates. I feel like. We've had our dating, ex- and I guess at yeah. this, we're still single, so none of them have clearly gone yeah. well, yeah. well enough to equate to anything. Why do we have a podcast about relationships? We're a freaking failure. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do things all the time to protect myself. Like I yeah. pretend like, or pr- convince myself that I don't care about someone as much as I do because I'm like, I don't want to get hurt. So I like mm-hmm. protect myself. That's also hard because imagine the scenario where you meet somebody random in a bar and you're like, oh my God, this person is so attractive. And maybe like, let's say they're way drunker than you are or something like that. And you're like, oh my God, this person is so cute and I'm having such a good time. And like, maybe this will turn into something. But in their mind, it's literally just like a casual hookup. Like, isn't that just so sad? Yeah. Which I feel like is 90, like, (laughs) I need to stop bringing up percentages. 90% of the time, probably going to be the case. Because unless you like are literally so upfront, like, hi nice to meet you, you're hot, let's hook up and never talk again. Like, it's very hard to be on the same page as someone because like, especially when alcohol is in the equation, it's like you can really, like someone could be so seemingly into you in the scenario, but it's almost like, it's, you know, it's like you do it in the moment and then after, like when the sun comes up and it sheds light on the situation. It's like, oh, that was just like a one night fun thing, but. I'm gonna put a piece of paper on my forehead when we go to bars that says, trying to smash. So then <laughs> people know. So they're on the same page as you and so they're that not everybody's trying to always on the same page they're as me. your intentions out I'm, there. That's how I'm gonna protect myself because from now on. Because everyone at the bar just assumes you're looking for marriage. Yes, everybody <laughs> looks at Adam Harrison and they go, that kid wants to get hitched. He wants to have a ring on his finger in three Look months. at his wrist, he wants a ring. <laughs> like, he wants a ring. Do you want a diamond ring? I want like... Or do you want like... I want like a halo of diamonds. So like I want just rocks around my entire finger. You know what I'm saying? Like Like an eternity band. Yeah, like an eternity band of diamonds. And I want each of them to be one carat. And I want it to be six diamonds. Actually, no. I think I want it to be eight diamonds. So it's going to be eight carats around my finger. Why eight? Just because it looks good? I'm just like thinking of how many could one carat diamonds could fit around my finger. And I think that the number might be eight. But yeah, I want that stacked with the Cartier Love Ring with diamonds in it. I knew you wanted the Cartier Love Ring. Yes. It needs to match my my wrist. Colby, you want an oval, right? No, I want an emerald. Oh, right. Okay, duh. We're not on the same page. And I want just like a plain gold band Mm -hmm. for both. Like a wedding band and the engagement ring band. Yeah. Oh, cute cold. I, think I like like dainty stuff. I don't like love the chunky the chunky diamond bling look. Yeah. I feel like I also just don't even look good with rings on, and I also don't want something. You like, never. Yeah, you don't wear rings. Yeah. It's surprising to me. No, I tried on like a Cartier love ring, and I didn't really like it on my finger that much. But I think I would like it as like an engagement ring, but or not an engagement ring, like a wedding band stack with something with diamonds. But I also want something that's like kind of masculine because I don't. I don't want like a super feminine. I like the black. Oh, I know what you're talking about. It's like a certain onyx. Is onyx? It might be onyx. Onyx is a stone, I think. Yeah. I guess maybe it it could be onyx. I don't know. Obsidian or something. Some kind of metal. But I think those are nice looking on guys. I like the dark color. It's cooler than like a regular gold ring. I also like when guys like get it tattooed sometimes. Like it it can look tasteful. A tattooed ring. I don't ring. think I've ever seen that. I've seen it, and it, okay, it sounds like tacky when I'm saying this, but it actually like for people that don't like wearing like mm-hmm. that some sounds guys like don't my like worst nightmare. Rings, and it looked, it looks 
good. Wait, but at least if they have a ring, they can take it on and off. A tattoo is just permanently on their right, finger yeah. and they like, hate like rings. Like their union. Like their uh, union that they will not stray from because they are tatted. They can't go to a bar and pretend to be single. What happens My, if they get divorced and they have to pay $1,000 to get it removed and it's yeah, going to be extremely painful? That's why they go into it not thinking they're going to get divorced. All right, fair 50%, enough. 50%, everyone. 50%. I rate. think it's higher than 50% now, which no is way. really Wait, sad. Wait, the divorce rate's 50%. I think it's, it's higher. It's, that's like, it's been published. That's kind of sad. 50%. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of why I'm glad that we live in a city where the marriage rate is a little bit higher because I think that marriages that happen. Wait, it is? No, uh, the age people get married. Yeah, age you people mean. get married. Oh, I think yeah. you said marriage rate. Yeah. Oh, I was oh, no, no, no. I'm yeah. like, wait, more people get married here? I feel like that's not true. No, no, no. <laughs> people just, the age rate definitely, or what am I saying? The age that people get married. People wait at a little is de- later. 100%. And I feel like. Generally marriages speaking. that happen like at a later age are more successful because then you had all this time to kind of figure out what you actually want in life and then it's i don't know it just works out better opposed to like people get married when they're 23 and it's like and then at 15 years later you're only you're not even 40 yet you just realize that you aren't the same person that you were at 23 which is totally fine because yeah. when you're 40 you're not supposed to be the same person that you are at 23 What's your so ideal age? While. Your ideal age to get married? This year? Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Can you shut up? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I always said that I wanted to get married before I was 30 because I like wanted to be a younger mom. But I don't know. At this rate, it's never <laughs> happening. So <laughs> shut up. No, I think I, I just modeled my ideal things after my parents. Like my parents got married when they were my mom is two years older than my dad. And my mom had me when she was 29. They got married when she was 20, I think just turned 28. So it happened very quickly. Mm -hmm. But like late 20s, I always thought, I thought I would have my life a lot more figured out in that respect, like in the relationship realm by now. I think I really thought that I would meet someone the year I graduated college in New York and dated the person for like six years and then married them. I feel like now I more so know or think I know what I want in somebody that I'm gonna end up with that I'm willing to just like wait until I find that I don't need to just date to have a boyfriend for no reason other than to have a boyfriend that's a great mentality and then you don't have to date for seven years before you get married I feel like you can With our upcoming trip to Paris, the girls and I need to brush up on our French skills, and we are so excited to be partnering with Rosetta Stone to help make us pros by the summertime. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app, and it truly immerses you in any language you want to learn. I'm personally so excited to learn French with Rosetta Stone because it's so easy. I can do it right on my phone. Its built-in true accent feature gives you feedback on your pronunciation, which I think is so helpful because pronouncing things is always difficult for me. And Rosetta Stone's process is designed for long-term retention of the language. So I'll be speaking French forever and ever. It's an amazing value. Lifetime membership has all 25 languages so no matter where life takes you in the world, you'll be covered and speaking the language in no time. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Matchmade listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's rosettastone.com today for 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses 
purchases for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today, today. J'adore Rosetta Stone. (laughs) Reminder that Mother's Day is coming up on May 12th. If you haven't gotten anything for your mom or the mother figure in your life yet, definitely consider My Life in a Book. Here's how it works. Every week, mylifeinabook.com will send her a question, so your mom or mother figure a question, via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or any custom questions you wish to ask. And then she can either type her response or record her voice. Mylifeinabook.com will compile all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. And guess what? They can even create an audiobook using her voice recordings. It's like preserving her voice and her stories for eternity. So special. Hi. I love the intent behind mylifeinabook.com. I'm always looking for new ways to give gifts to the holidays, birthdays, etc. that have more meaning than just a material object, and My Life in a Book is the perfect way to share a gift that's both sentimental and will contain memories that I'll be able to hold for a lifetime. This year for Mother's Day, I'm getting My Life in a Book for my grandma, who's my absolute treasure. How fun is it that she'll get to share all of her stories with me that I can then pass on to my kids someday? I'm so excited and would highly recommend as a gift for anyone in your life that you love. Check out My lifeinabook.com and use code matchmade at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom or mother figure this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com and use code matchmade for 10% off today. Check it out. Happy Mother's Day. Dry January might be over for now, but if you're looking to cut back or cut out alcohol this year, keep listening. Recess Zero Proof Craft Mocktails are the perfect alcohol replacement, seeing as though they're a totally guilt-free but delicious way to unwind. So if you're the kind of person who likes to be social but doesn't want to drink alcohol, holding a can of Recess will do the trick. With 0% alcohol, real fruit, only 25 calories or less, naturally sweetened with agave and infused with functional ingredients that taste just like your favorite cocktail cocktails without the alcohol, Recess is the perfect way to either unwind at home, at a dinner party with friends, or mm-hmm. in between drinks for alcohol moderation. I loved the watermelon mojito flavor, and I think you will too, so you should definitely check that and their other flavors out for yourself. Get 15% off Recess mocktails now at takearecess.com matchmade, so you can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. Check them out. Yay, Recess. Woo! know when you know you know and i think it's very important to live with somebody before you get engaged and married because that opens a whole new perspective into somebody's life Mm -hmm. spending all of that time together and just seeing how they are at all hours of the day but also that doesn't have to take that long either like i feel like you can date somebody and be engaged two years later yeah, I agree. Especially in New York. I feel like it happens like that once I, you figure think, it out. Yeah. I think I would want to date somebody for at least two years. Or at least have been like, have, having known them. Known they existed. <laughs> known them. Known and like interacted exist. with them for a considerable amount of years. And then I think it makes sense for like a one to, not one, but like a two year yeah. like dating situation. Living with them. Making sure that you're compatible in that aspect. And then just being like, okay, yeah, this is it. But I also think like for me, that's probably going to happen like late 20s very early 30s so i feel like at that point i'll kind of know what i like and dislike after our million shots at dating yeah please I mean, guide me God it's, well, it's one of those things where it's they people always say like when you know you know yeah. mm-hmm. and i'm like will i because i'm like i just so opt like i'm a positive person like i i look past people's flaws sometimes because i like convince myself i'm like katie like you literally can't have a perfect person mm-hmm. like, there's no such thing so i feel like i might like 
overlook that. Ah, I'm just yeah. worried. I'm, my I'm very good at def- making excuses for people. Right, me too. In my own mind. And then I me just too. am like, oh, yeah. I feel like it's very easy to give people the benefit, the benefit of the doubt or think you're doing something right in the sense of saying, oh, well, that's just who they are and that's fine. I can look past that. But when you're doing that all the time, I yeah. think is when it becomes an issue because then it's like, okay, yeah, you're just justifying that it's fine because you're comfortable in the situation. You're not really... Or you, or you don't want to start from square one again. Yeah. You just, it would just be a whole lot easier if it just worked out and right. like you could... But yeah, I'm, I'm just... Like, I also wonder, like, are there things... Like, when you say, like, oh, I, I can look past that, like, should you have to? No. Like, I, but I wonder... I don't know. I guess we I need don't to, think we you need should. to get someone in here with a with a successful, healthy relationship to let us know if they, there's something that bothers <laughs> you. We're not yeah. the people for this. No. If there's something that bothers you and you're like, oh well, I can look past that, mm-hmm. and you're not. It's not something that you're wanting to have a conversation about. You're just making an excuse for them, and you're like, oh, I'm just gonna look past it. Whatever. Mm-hmm. I think that is when you kind of set yourself up for failure in the long run because then those things are just going to keep building up. Obviously, people have like a bad day. Or for me, my my partner is going to have to overlook the fact that I get hangry. And My partner is going to have to overlook the fact that I'm a control freak. But th- that's like, situ- like situation-based, I feel like. It's like, you know, you have like a bad day and it's not like consistent ju- justifying or like, we overlook that you get hangry. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That's very true. Or you accept it. Overlook is not the right word. You yeah, accept. Yeah, we accept it. We accept you for who you are. You accept My that partner's I'm hangry. just going to have to accept that I'm perfect in every way. <laughs> Mine is too. <laughs> Mine's true. going to have to I accept that I'm like, no that's falls. Scott just a quote. I've just decided that I'm perfect and everybody around me is fucked up. <laughs> I love that. That's my mantra. Yeah. Wait, did we, where did we, how did we get here? We were talking about engagement rings, but then before that. Somehow we pivoted to, wait, but also I feel like we should, like, I want people who are listening to this podcast to DM us on the Instagram and give us your opinion on if you are like, if you should have to overlook things about your significant other to like make it work with them. My sisters are married and they complain all, every married person complains all the time about the person that they're married to. They're like, he does that all the time and it's so annoying. But they have, but they're like, but the love, the love, yeah, over, overshadows. Yeah. I don't know. Overcomes. Love over, over, it overcomes. Overcomes. Yeah, I don't know. I swear I've never heard my parents fight ever. Love That's wins. really crazy. Which That's is amazing. Your parents I, adore each other. I love my parents yeah, so much, do. but I have to say they really have fucked me up in the sense that like I want what they have and I know that it's possible because they have a great relationship and like they're obsessed with each other. They're, they are still like making out with each other in front of me. Like, the, But it's it's set me up in a way where like I, like every, no one's going to be enough for me. I like, want to manifest on this podcast that my future husband just wants to make out with me all the time. No, just kidding. Not actually, but kind of. I don't, wait, what's our opinion on PDA? I think we should talk about that. I don't, I like, don't like it at all. I think it's gross and I don't even know why I just said that yeah. and why I just manifested that because <laughs> well, like, okay, I'd be so uncomfortable. Define, like, if you're, okay, if you're at a bar and you're like with your boyfriend but also your friends 
like, can you sneak a quick kiss here? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that's fine. That's not PA, is yeah, it? That's, yeah, but no. I think it's so gross when people are just, like, groping each other, oh, yeah. like, making out in front of everybody, clearly making everybody else around them, like, uncomfortable. Because then you don't want to hang out around your friends. Like, I, right. would, I would literally hate if my friends who were in relationships were all making out around each other at the bar, aggressively grinding, which some of my friends' relationships honestly do, and I'm just like, <laughs> I... I'm gonna excuse myself from the situation because <laughs> why would I want to be the person like dancing with them when they're doing that? Like obviously that makes everybody else uncomfortable. Um, but yeah, no, I'm like kind of anti PDA, so I retract what I manifested yeah, into not, the universe. I'm really not into. Yeah, you you don't want your husband PDA. to make out with you everywhere now. No, he can kiss me everywhere, but not make out with no me in tongue. public. No tongue in public. That's the rule. No tongue. I don't in, make the rules. No tongue in public. That's the rule. <laughs> <laughs> I just more so, like, don't need that to validate my relationship in any sense. True. Yeah, like, that's fair. Yeah, it's like... You- I don't think that makes or breaks a relationship if somebody wants to make out with you in front of a crowd. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. But I do want somebody to, put, like, put me on a pedestal. Yeah, same. <laughs> I need to be, like, the king of, of their but existence. But I, I think the strongest relationships are the ones where, like, you... Like, I've witnessed this. Like, when you are in the presence of, like, a couple that you can just tell without them even, like touching each other that mm-hmm. they're obsessed with each other like you can just tell they have this like strong bond can with, you feel without the love literally tonight. you can feel it that's what i want like I the want... way that they look at each other when the other person's talking right. or yeah that's all like of that, what I, want. I think is more like an adoring relationship yeah, rather like than it's like cringy obsession like physical obsession yeah right no i agree with you and i think that just it shows like longevity like that will last longer than the sexual like chemistry lust. of like yeah lust yeah. did we watch a show recently where that was kind of the theme of one of the relationships it was the one where they go to the resort do you remember white our, lotus? yeah white lotus remember the one couple which one? Oh, the like finance oh. bro yeah we can't say the, what happens the, in the girl end, with the blue eyes yeah she's so pretty <laughs> the but really he, like, pretty one their relationship is I built honestly off forgot of, that that was the ending until you just said that yeah, I mean, we can't say how it ends. I, like, but, forget the ending, to be honest. Oh, yeah, but they, yeah. But the concept is, which is, like, brought up from the beginning, is that their relationship is clearly based on, like, lust. Because she's, she's beautiful, and, and he's, like, rich. And he just wants, like, a trophy wife, basically, and she wants yeah, a career. Yeah, they're like, you guys definitely met on Raya, the girls. <laughs> yeah, they did say that. <laughs> he also didn't want her to have a career. He wanted her to be... Yeah. The Red wife flag. who stayed at home and took care of the kids, and she just wanted to work... And have her own life outside of yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. Red flag number one. Like Chelsea Keller just wrote a song about red flags and Red flags are having a moment right now. They are. Yeah. It's like the the meme trend. The memes. Oh, there like, was yeah. this, did you guys see the meme recently about the red flags? It was so good. I Which need one? to find it. There's so many. Yeah, there's so many. My favorite one is the Shrek's not that good. <laughs> there were like ten. Red oh wait, flags. no, this is what it was. It was like a quote that said him and then it's like a billion red flags and then it goes me and it's the one from like that movie where she has the squid game no she has like the bandana around her eyes oh yeah 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 i never watched that wait what the sandra bullock Bullock, movie on netflix where she can't see otherwise she'll die or something oh the bird yeah bird game or something yeah i think that's it no (laughs) we're thinking of squid game (laughs) i don't know no but it's like bird Bird cage no no okay guys we're gonna do a new segment 
aka Colby's idea. <laughs> it's very, you know, it's one of those things. We get a lot of DMs from you guys and we want to select a DM every episode or whenever and answer it and like give our two cents. Yeah, so, so Adam's gonna read it. I've been seeing this guy since the end of August. We've gone on three dates since. Scheduling was difficult because I was out of town, that he was out of town, but we were finally able to go on a third date after a month passed after our second date. The third date was amazing, just like the other two. We talk consistently, but not frequently. He'll only text me once Wait, a day. <laughs> how does that work? What? Consistently, but not frequently? Like, they're still talking, oh, okay, okay. but not, not, not like all the day. time. Okay, yes. okay. Yeah. Sorry, continue. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> He'll only text me once a day, twice if I'm lucky. Rolls eyes. The weird thing is, after our third date, he texted me a ton the next day, then nothing for two days, texted me again, and then didn't text me for four days. I double texted him because I was confused and wanted to gauge his interest. He texted back immediately and we set up a date for this week and have been texting since. Am I kidding myself by trying to keep this going? I can't tell what's going on. And then the follow-up was, he has a super busy job and has family coming into town this week after our date, so he'll probably be MIA via text for a couple days. Bullshit, in my opinion. Um, that's Adam speaking, not this girl. I want to ask him what's up, but is it even worth it? I really like him, and when we hang out, it seems like he likes me a lot too, but then when we're apart, it's confusing. Frowny face. Oh God! Yeah, this is such That's a relatable concept. Yeah. This is relatable as fuck. Like this has happened to me before too. Yeah. To be honest, I'm, she's getting love bombed. Yeah. Does, no, does nobody else agree? I feel bad because I think this girl seems like much more into him than it seems like he's into her, and maybe like the timing just isn't right on his end. But like, they've gone on three dates now, and he barely like it seems like he's not really texting her that often. Yeah. Like, the second and the third date had a month between them, which is fine. Like, there's, like, scheduling issues, I'm sure, whatever. But, like, it doesn't seem like they were talking that much during that month time period. And then they went on the third date, texted her a ton the next day, and then didn't text him for two days. Texted... Okay, so this is, like, the important part. So just, like, kind of recapping so you guys remember, like, some of these details. But then texted her again and then didn't text her for four days. But then when she texted him, he responded right away, which is confusing to me. Yeah, but yeah. then but then he didn't text. Then they were texting. He stopped texting her. Then they didn't talk for four days, and then she double texted him. The hardest thing, I think, to accept in these kind of situations is just that it probably isn't gonna work out. I feel like out. he's just okay. This is my opinion on this. I he's stringing her along. I think he's stringing her along, and it might not even be because he's a bad person and he like wants. I think he's. He just needs to freaking find the courage to be like, I'm not into you or like, I don't see us being compatible. And maybe sometimes he does feel like a little lonely or he like, you know, it's drinking and he's like, let me reach out to her because yeah. I want attention. But like, you should not be, if you are in a, like a, a situationship that is going to lead to a relationship, you should not be this confused. Right. You, you yeah. would, in theory, should not be confused. You should be like fully or mostly on the same page to the point where you know that a guy is into you like you shouldn't have to wonder i agree you know exactly you should not have to wonder you like, shouldn't have to okay this you, is like in a perfect world but, but like there's also like i'm wondering about like the other variables of this like mm. are they have they hooked up like it's been three days yeah. like i wonder if they're hooking up because then this guy could just be using her for like a hookup situation and kind True. of keeping her around on that aspect but in my opinion it doesn't seem like this guy is as interested in her from like a dating perspective and to be honest like like Katie said, you shouldn't have to 
question like if you both are on the same page like if you really like him you will know if he really likes you yeah like he's he'll, he'd be texting like okay nobody's a bad texter like i feel like that's an excuse bad textures don't exist yeah bad textures don't ex- yeah. like don't exist for sure like if he really wanted or to like talk you to you become, okay when i say that you don't just like all of a sudden become a bad texter it's like it your energy will be the same like I, I do things where like sometimes I don't text someone back for like a day like I just like yeah. you know or like takes yeah, me yeah like, I just had a really busy work right. week and I was but, hardly on my but phone but it's not like yeah I, I think bad textures yeah. in that sense like there are certain texts that I you know maybe won't respond for like a day because I'm like I can deal with that later but when like the guy that I like texts me like I want to respond right away and I have yeah. to like relax and the other thing <laughs> with the scheduling issues like when you're going out of town that's one thing but you are able to find like an hour to carve out with somebody that you really want to spend time with, regardless of how busy you are. Even if it's like going for a walk to get coffee in the morning. I mean, granted, I don't know the situation or where they live, if that's something that's feasible, but in New York City, at least, that would be something. If he, that would be an example. If homie wanted to make time for you, he would. Yeah. It sounds like he just wants like, I mean, it to be like a It sounds like you're an thing. option. And like, we talk a lot about like rosters and like having a lot of guys in your Rolodex so that like you don't get caught up in a situation where you're all in on one person and he's got like four chips and all kinds of different like bags yeah. or and whatever. The reality is you don't know how many people the guy's talking to. Exactly. Like when you're, you don't know. So my best advice is like pull back a little bit, see how he reacts by you pulling back. And then also just start talking to some other guys and like increase your Rolodex, which is like hard because it seems like seems like this person really likes the guy and like is very confused about the entire situation but to be honest it just seems like he's not as into it as you are and that's totally fine like the amount of times that that's happened to all three all three of us (laughs) is a lot you know and you just kind of have to roll with the punches and realize that that's just part of the dating game and like this whole like fun i don't even want to say fun because it's really not always that fun but the learning experience and you know like eventually you're gonna meet somebody that wants to text you all the time and wants to ask you out on dates and wants to like not use their job and their family coming into town as an excuse not to talk to you and it's gonna feel so good and And that's when you'll finally get the clarity that you're looking for from us in this situation yeah like yeah when you find that then you'll be like okay clearly that wasn't the right situation right but when but it's easy to get when you're in the situation like to just you know turn to blaming yourself or like i'm actually surprised pill to swallow i I think it was really admirable or i'm like really happy that it didn't sound like she was self-deprecating in any way in that like she was stating these things as facts like am i like whatever she wasn't like did i do something wrong because i think that's often where you jump to because you're like did i was i not putting out enough or like did i like come on too strong and it's like we talked about this last time it's like truly if the person is into you nothing you do will be a deal breaker in that regard you will definitely not have to question i feel like i've experienced both where it's like okay clearly i feel like i'm putting a little bit more effort into this than they are and then also on the contrary i've been in the experience where they want to talk to me all the time and want to go on dates with me and like i definitely feel like both sides of it and this just feels like the latter where that guy is just not reciprocating so i'm sorry that but it's happening. frustrating because you didn't yeah. ice her out totally yeah like it's just kind of strange it's more frustrating when they're still poking their head in every once yeah. in a while just to like let me really like remind me that they exist and that we had a great time together but it's just like so unattainable yeah. or just not the level that i'm looking for it's more excruciating than just ghosting like yeah. i'd rather be ghosted than have someone just popping in when they're lonely or 
fully knowing that they're not going to date me. Yeah. So like follower that asked this question, I feel like they need to play the game. Like she should pull back a little bit, see how he reacts. And if he doesn't come on stronger, then like clearly this isn't the guy for you. And there's going to be a billion other guys. So fuck him and move on to the next. Like you should never have to question. Like we've said a billion times on this episode, but Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I believe in you. You're going to do great. You're doing great, sweetie. You're doing great, sweetie. Okay, so let's switch gears. I think my biggest fatal flaw is I go to a bar and I ask for a drink and I don't specify the alcohol. Like, oh, you gotta. I go and I'm like, can I have a tequila soda? I I still do this and I tell myself I'm gonna like correct next time and at least ask for a specific kind of tequila. Maybe not top shelf, but like know what I'm fucking drinking because half the time it's like it tastes like gasoline. Yeah, you you have to ask what kind of alcohol they have because. I your hangover is way worse too. With but the I make the mistake of always ordering like Casamigos at a bar, and sometimes at a bar, Casamigos soda is like twenty five dollars versus the well drink is yeah. like eleven. Well, yeah, and there has to be something in between the two that they have. No, like yeah. Esplanade, I think is usually cheaper but mm-hmm. better than the like plastic bottle of tequila that they have. I don't know. Wait, yeah, no, I thought but, about this on Friday because I kept getting Katie and I tequila shots. I don't really know why, which is in such a tequila mood. You're after we were going to fireball shots. We started with the fireball, I don't but then know we moved on to tequila. tequila shots? Yeah, we did. We were, Fuck, we, we were psychotic. We actually were complete psychos. We started out fireball, which is actually really good, and I haven't had fireball in a while, and I was kind of like, this tastes that like fall. That makes me throw fireball up. Fireball is the ultimate, like, fall... It was. It was like it. Fall, it was warm. warm. It made my like mm. stomach warm. But anyways, I got a tequila shots, and they were literally pouring tequila out of an unlabeled bottle. Right. And I it's was gross. like, What's "Was that in Berlin, or was that?" It was at Penny, at Penny Farthing. Farthing. Penny Farthing. Penny Farthing. Yeah. Adam and I were at Penny Farthing, and um, he got, um, he got what's it called? What? Recognized. I did. I got <laughs> that was recognized. That really hard word for me to find in my brain. One of our listeners who then tried to set me up with one of her gay friends, and who Adam happened to also be at the away. bar. And I was very drunk and very anxiety ridden. And so I ran away because I just didn't know. He was hot too. He actually was pretty attractive. So if you do hear this, please feel free to DM me. And I'm sorry that I was a complete psychopath at Benny Farthing. But I just got so anxious because this girl was like, my friend wants to meet you. Like he thinks you're cute. And I was like, I can't, I need to run away. And I literally sprinted away and was hiding behind the girls. And I was like, please protect me. I can't do this. And this is why the percentage of meeting a guy at a bar and dating for Adam Harrison is literally zero because he won't meet anybody. <laughs> okay, but you know what? Now that now I know. So now that situation happened and now I'm like, okay, I need to be more open in the next time. Because the guy was clearly an attractive guy. I was just being psychotic and like a scared little boy. No, I think it's normal to get like anxious when especially when like they have expressed interest but they it's like yeah. through a third party that's telling you. It's like, what if he, like I, a million things would run through my mind. Like, what if, what if he didn't even say that, but she like wants, you know what I mean? Like, I was just, I just remember being so true? nervous, and my heart was beating like a hundred miles an hour, and I was like, I, I just don't think I could do this. Like, I yeah. need to run away. So I legitimately sprinted away, and the guy probably thought he was probably like, what is wrong with this kid who literally or you're just, like, refuses to meet me? Horse, and I'm like, I'm too good. I'm not though. I'm literally, I'm a nobody. <laughs> We're all nobodies. <laughs> a whole bunch of nobodies. The definition of a nobody. So Aww. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. But and like, it was like we, this. We had just met this girl. Yeah. It wasn't like a friend of a friend, which yeah. we know has a higher success rate. <laughs> <laughs> Based on my for calculations. Our, for our first conversation on this episode. Calculations. Anyways, next time. You live and you learn, and next time we're going to do better. Yep. 
you can only strive for better next right, time. Guys, well, yeah, that's it for the episode, it's guys. Been real. It's been fun. What an interesting range of topics we discussed in this episode. We honestly went all over the place. Yeah. We got the wedding rings in there. We got the bucketing system. Yeah, our future husbands that are listening. Um, oh, I don't even think I told mine. I want a gold band with an oval cut, but no, no, no frills. Yeah, just mm-hmm. a big honking. Hunkin' oval. So if our future husbands ever hear this, yeah, take notes, how'd guys. We do? Did we end up getting what we asked for? I know. I us our future us. This is going to be documented. Future Adam, Colby, and Katie listening to this episode like it's ancient history. Like, did it all work out for us? We need to make a note to come back to this episode and see if <laughs> like it's like yeah, yeah, we need seriously. to put it in a time it's like capsule. Like Zoe one one. I love oh it. Oh my god. When they had the time capsule. We're gonna do it. Okay. Okay. Well. All right, guys. We're going to hold ourselves accountable. We're manifesting it. But yeah. just know you're not alone, and we are also going through it. So We're it's been fun. We're all in this together. And we know. I don't know how that works. We're a little tone deaf. Okay. <laughs> it's Bye, been guys. fun. Love you. See ya. Bye.